0: Okay, let's get started with Parshas Bahar, Tavshin Pei Beis, as we continue to have one Parsha per Shabbos, as we have throughout the year in Chutz Laaretz, they will catch up Matos Maseh, uh, a whole separate discussion why that is. We wait uh, for parshios where it's day separate, Achremos, Kadosh and Barbechukosai, Chukas Balak, which is sometimes together in uh, Chutz Laaretz, and uh, Matos Masi, all the way right before Tishabav. Bav. Uh, but then, not for now. But we have Parshas Bahar. And the beginning of the Parsha. Vayetabra <laughs> Hashem Moshe Bahar Sinai So Hashem says to Moshe, uh, at Har Sinai, And asks Rashi the famous question, quoting the Medrash, Ma'inyin Shmita Eitzel Har Sinai? What is the connection? Why is Ishmita mentioned, relating to Har Sinai? After all, it's not unique amongst mitzvot. mitzvah's All the mitzvot were said at Arsinai, so why does the Torah explicate only Shmita? So Ella says the Rashi, Ma Shmita just like Shmita, its general rules and its pratim, Diktuk rules were said at Arsenai, So to all of the mitzvot. so to all of the mitzvahs. But Shemitah was the one that was picked. As the, um, as the model. And the question is, if this, right, we talk about this almost every year, but for sure this year, the year of Shemitah, we have to talk about this Rashi. Uh, and that is, uh, why was Shemitah picked as that model? Just like A was given everything, so too, so to um, all the mitzvahs, but all the mefarshim wonder why Shemafle Shmita was chosen, and this year we'll have two approaches from the great, uh, of our, of our generation. First, we're Moshe Feinstein and the Drash Moshe. HaKavana, what is the message? To Bahar HaTorah MiSinai Harsinai, we learned all the Torah. We learned all the uh, details. Shivadai, Pirusho, Af Mitzvah, Torah. Harsinai, we were taught all of the mitzvahs, but we were taught including those mitzvahs that we already had. We didn't have too many, but we had some. Right, the Rambam discusses we didn't, it was more than seven, right? Adam got six. Noah gets the credit because he got the seventh. Uh, but the Rambam lists off in the end of Hilchos, uh, Melachim, uh, what, or the middle of Hilchos Malachim, what exactly were the mitzvahs that we had, uh, every stage of the way, uh, throughout our, throughout our, uh, our history. Again, okay, I'm not going to go through them now, but, uh, the Rambam discusses the, uh, history here, per test. Al Shisha, Dvaram, Nisavo, Adam, Arishon, Adam got six, and then, Vachain uh, and Noach at a seventh host of Lenoach Nimsu Sheva Mitzvahs. Vachaina Yadavar Becholom at Avraham. Nitztava Yeser al Elu Bemila, But who is Palel Shachris. Avraham got and Davin Shachris. Yitzchak Kifrishmeister, Meiser. host of Tilacheres, Lev Nosayom, V'yakov Yakov host of Giranoshev, the Arvis. And then he has a very mysterious line, which the Meshechachma discusses. Ubimitzrayim, Nitztavu Amram, the Yeseros. Amram received more mitzvahs. Which mitzvahs did Amram receive? We have no record of that. So, which mitzvahs? What is the referring to? Is there a medrash about this? But that's a fascinating line. Until Moshe Rabbeinu came and he was mashlam. So, is that mashlim? We just what was left over, or as, Rav Moshe, is, as Rav Moshe is saying now, Rev is saying about Moshe that really. He gave us, again, all the mitzvahs at Harsinai. They were reiterated and re-given. Back to Rav Moshe. Why do we have to do the mitzvahs? Even the ones that we historically existed before Harsinai, they are because uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was given to them again at Harsinai. The Ramam says even B'nai Noach. The ultimate way that a Ben Noah has to do mitzvos, the Noahide laws, is not because they're logical. And one might even say, are these the seven most logical mitzvos that there are? Kibbutz Avim isn't one of them. That's probably the mo- one of the most logical ones. Okay, murder. But I don't know if you ask some people out there. Gilear might not be one of the more logical mitzvos. Um... Oh, no, dinim, oh, free-for-all. Again, society needs dinim that we know. Eber menachai, is that the most... So even if they are logical, says Reh Moshe, quoting the Rambam, What was the difference between pre- and post? La maybe before Harsinai, these were ethical mitzvot logical mitzvos. we've spoken about this in the past in other shiurim right were they was kain and hevel the Rishonim, discuss was kain mitzuvah and murder or he just should have known about it it was a question about the, the psukim, but either way, all, about all of these. So Cesar Moshe, beforehand you could talk about, maybe it was based on logic. Even if they were sheva that Hashem gave, they didn't have to be done because they came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why you see, because if something is based on logic, if something is based on one's own decision, it doesn't last. And that's why, from all the Talmudim of Shem Ve'ever, Right. How many people learned in Shev Eivor? We don't know too many of them. But it's called Beis Medrash or Shev so They must have had a Beis Medrash. A group. We don't know one. One descendant. Besides the famous ones that we know of. The Yav Me'an Nefesh and Avram Right? We know the Rashi. Avram Megairas on Barim. And Sir Megairas and Sanashim. Where are they? What happened to them? They disappeared. Because it's not gonna last unless it's grounded in, in Sinai. It's not gonna last. But that was earlier. Armavinu didn't go around telling people, do monotheism because God wants you to. No! Do it because it makes sense that there is a God of the world and, and these mitzvahs that he tells us to do of chesed, of, uh, com- of companionship. You know, it's all, it all makes sense. Barak me ha'avos yatzu am just from the avos. Why? Mishum kiim mitzat ha'tamim einakol mevinim. Vechoshem she mevinim yosher tomi I know more, I know better than my father, and my grandfather. Right? Those are archaic. But valula haros heteri di tavasab By their own biases, they will only do what they want to do. Ula kiim mitzatsivu yashem Sinai. But the reason that we do mitzvahs at Har Sinai is because the Chachamim who told us how to do the mitzvahs. And that's what we have to think about uh, in addition, even if there is some message and logic to them. Cesar Moshe, now we get back to Shemitah. Why is Shemitah chosen as the model of given at Harsinai? Shemitah doesn't make sense. Shemitah is not logical. Right, I'm gonna not work the land, even though there is one line in the Rambam, I think in Ma'aravuchim, that oh the land needs a rest and therefore it'll work. But the year after that, it's gonna produce for three years. The year after, that, as it says later on, Shmita and Yovel. Right, not working. Imagine, imagine not getting a salary for a year. Right, how do people doesn't doesn't make sense? And almost all the mafarshim connect the reasons for shmita. Bitachon, Hakadosh Baruch So we're being taught that really all mitzvot have to be done not because of the logic, not because we understand them, but umitzad Hashem. And that's why Shemitah is is chosen. See, one time the uh, the Chafetz Chaim was traveling with the Talmud, and he comes to whatever town it was, and. Um, they were traveling in uh, some type of a driver and they get off, and the, and the Talmud gave the uh, driver, uh, you know, paid the driver. And after he drove away, the Chabbis Chaim says to his Talmud, What were you thinking when you paid the driver? And the Talmud says, I was paying the driver. What do you mean, what was I thinking? I paid the driver. I even gave him a tip. Right? Well, what do you mean? He says, the Chaim, Yeah, it's nice to pay the driver, but were you also thinking that you were filling a mitzvah's Hashemizbarach? titein Scharo. Were you thinking that you were you were not delaying paying workers? This is one of the one of the 613, two of the 613? Or just oh, this is the right thing to do. So many things that we do, even if it makes sense, we also have to recognize that we're doing the Rasana Hashem. Because sometimes things won't make sense. And if we're only doing it because of the reason, then we're gonna end up not doing it. I'm not feeling it. This one doesn't make sense to me, but Obviously, we shouldn't do of aim because, oh, I have no feeling, but Hashem told me to do it. Chas Vashalah. Rav Chan is right in one place. We have to, we have to do kibbara Aim because we're marsh so much. Our parents and the hakaras satov and everything. Yes, of course, we shouldn't reject, we shouldn't reject the Mishput side of, of things, but we have to recognize that there also is a choke part of it. Shemitah is the model for us in that area, and that is why it is chosen according to Rav Moshe. Number one. Number two, a second idea uh, that's mentioned by Rav Sorotskin in Laznay Laznaim L'Torah. Top left. See, so he quotes the Rashi again. And he basically asks the same question. Why is it Dafka by Shemitah? So says the says the Rav, uh, uh, Rav Sorotskin, Shakal HaPratim, line 11. Ha Amurim Kam Beshmita Namur Gamke besinai Umize Alden Limo Shakalamitzos Namur Messinai. Fekasha Ima Yitzarech Lift wrote. If you had to choose one mitzvah, could a little mommy to learn from it? Why no other mitzvah? Again, whatever mitzvah would have been chosen, we could ask this question. One of my rabbis once said, now "Sometimes we're medayik and let's say, where the Rambam puts a halacha. So you say, why is it here? You can only ask that question if you have a better place to put it." Right, you can't, why is it here? Well, tell me, where else should it be? Sometimes at the end of Yaradai, the Shochan put a, a, a potpourri of halachos. Yaradai, Chalak Gimel, has everything in it. it a, where, no, why is this here? Well, where else should it be? At the end of the Dal Khalki Aruch, you know it should be in Eved Ezer, in the Mishpat, in and there's a lot of things that don't fit in anywhere else. They so put them in right, These, this, the, the third Chalak of Yaradai. You can only ask a why. So, so why Shemitah? But here you could have chosen other mitzvahs. They could have chosen other symbolic mitzvahs of all mitzvahs. Sitzes. Sitzes is a good one. Zechartem is called mitzvahs Hashem. So why daf kishmita? So v'yeshvomar line 19. M'bdei she'meshun mitzvah zumi kala mitzvah shabbatara. This mitzvah is different than all mitzvahs. Cesar of Saratskin. Eich aleinu hainu. She mitzvahs bo Mitzvahs are there to teach us. And to condition us. How to connect to, fill in the blank. Ten different blanks. There are many different categories of missiles. But misles are there to teach us how to connect to. Let's see what he says. To anything outside of us. El To Hashem. First and foremost. Two. El Hahorim. To our parents. Morim teachers, Hadar Hadarta Pnei Zakain, giving covet to, uh, to, as a Shamalkechatira, Lerabba Samedi Chachamim, El Amelech, so mitzvahs relate to how to relate to the king, right, with a covet we have to give to the king, Natsibamcha, Yotze Chalatzav, how do we relate to our children, Vishinantam Levanacha, mitzvah teaching them Torah, parents, children, king, El Chavero, a lot of them, right, to our fellow Jew. Right? Vyathoi HaKamokha and Ashavaz HaVeda and Vikr Cholim and Nichem HaVelim. Kodi Nehem Amon is all monetary law. El Atzmo. Even to ourselves. Vinishmartem Ood Lanav Shosechem. Right? Taking physical care of ourselves. That's not the pasheptah of the pashe. That's what we understand and we learn from it. Right, to ourselves, there's no mitzvah of midas tovos, but they're reflected in, in mitzvahs. El avdo, how to, how to treat relate to my servants? Sheishanim yaavod. El gerim, converts. Avasager. El balechayim, animals. What's not on the list? Every single thing. There are mitzvahs that, that are there to teach us how to relate to everything, every type of person. Related, not related to me. Animals. What else is there? Avokoshe It's hard to believe that there'd be a mitzvah to try to get us to relate to an inanimate object. The ground. That's a mitzvah. To teach me how to relate to the ground. Okay, an animal. For all types of people. Koshalahamin. l'hamin. Shat Torah Hakadosha tivsa alenu lehisiyaches bekoved Elo Adama asher ano Yosheim alad to the ground yachas miyuchad el Domaim sheino margish lufi kotsar haavana shalnu. How do you relate to the to the fruit? How do you relate to the ground? The ground doesn't feel anything, right? Does my garden give me a shekayach after shemitah? Thank you so much. The needs a shabis By the and animals and people, everything is together. And, and you know what? And if and what, if we do need to give the land the rest? Why can't we like do half the land each year? Then you know it'll work out, then we won't be starving. And we won't, we won't have to give up our livelihood. So there'll still be plenty of food. That's why Daph Shemitah is chosen, because there's no parallel mitzvah. If even, you might not understand this, there's messages of Shemitah. But there's even a mitzvah that I don't know if we could say teaches us, but uh, commands us to relate to the grounds, how to relate to the ground. So you might say this is also about Tashchis, right? Cutting down trees is also an Issa uh, But again, that might relate to um, destroying hana'ah. The Sefer Ahchinoch talks about that, destroying Hana'ah from a human being. So it might be indirect, but this is just the ground. Letting, and the way that it's formulated in the Torah, letting the land have a Shabbos. What does the land need a Shabbos for? So this one is a different kind of category. That's why it's chosen. Because, yes, if if even something inanimate, we need to relate to it as Hashem commands us, then obviously everything that is more connected to us, be they animal, be they human being sheyni da kanisherz yoshveh shabos basham shabesh kooperative ditkanemer be Sinai chukah yolam it's a chok va'e ben adam to la rasha laharacharel the small little uh, ant that we are cannot be maharher and that is why with any other mitzvah we might not have believed that shmita would be on the list and that is why shmita is the one that is that is chosen Okay, now let's get into some of the Psukim. So Hashem says to Moshe, Aretz, knows in Lachem, when you come to the land, The land shall Shavsa. Again, there's so much lumdis in V'shavsa Auretz, right? The uncle says, the Ara, is a command. Let a lie fallow. The Shavsa arets, you know, the just the Pashab the Psukim might mean. Um, not a command, but just a reality. Either way, Shabbos Lashem sheishan in tizrasa adecha v'sheishan in tizraka becha. Seven years, plant and prune v'yasaftes tvoasa and gather your tua. Ubashan hariv in the seventh year Shabbos Shabbos on Yilarets. Esh Chaim in the time of the crop in source number three. When you read the pesukim, you get the impression: the first year we came in, what did we do that year? You start counting year one or you start counting year seven? So we know year one. That's what we start with. We start with year one and you count toward seven. Just like when Hashem created the world. You start with Sunday. You don't start with Shabbos. Well, Adam first had Shabbos. He was created there of Shabbos. That's the Machlokas in the seventh parakim of Secha Shabbos. If somebody's on a desert island and they have no idea what day of the week it is, they have to start, they have to count Shabbos. They have to count seven days. They have no idea what day of the week it is. So, you have to j- just have a count, which is a fascinating um, halacha, that you have to have a count, even though you might be wrong. And there's a good chance that you're wrong. The only machlokes is, what day do you, st- what's today? When I realize I have to start counting. Is today Shabbos or is today Sunday? That's a machlokus. Do you go by Adam, who went into Shabbos right away, or do you go by Maisebracious? But we know it started with Sunday. Hashem started the world with Sunday, Yom Rishon. But what does the Pasuk say? When you come to the land, Vishof Saharots! Sounds like Shemitah! Sounds like day seven, year seven should be right away. But that's not true. It's not what happened. Say, Asher Chaim Kanievsky, how do you understand the Psukim? Tzarech line three. Demyad, shebo ela aretz, lo asu shmita. Ela achar sheve shekib, First, they had the seven years uh, of conquering the land. Then another seven years of splitting up the land. The 14, asu vav shanim. After that, when everybody was in their proper uh, area, then they counted six years. Like the Gemara says at the end of the first parak of Masechah's Kedushin, the longest parak in Shas, first parak of Kedushin, 40 v'lat. So why doesn't the Pasik say first Sheshanim and then V'shafsa Haaretz? Why does it give us the misleading impression? Then he says, what's V'shafsa? It should be Tishbo Saaretz, which is how the uncle has translated it. Okay. So V'yesh L'Farish suggests that Rav Chaim Kenevsky Z'atzal Apia Mechilta Mishpatim is based on the Mechilta. The Medrash Halacha in Mishpatim. Bisman she Yisrael Otsin Ritson When B'nei Yisrael do Ratsan Hashem Shov Sinecha Lezayin Shanim All we need is to let the year you feel like fallow for one year and the other six years, it's going to be great. It's going to give us plenty. But if we're not following Ratzon HaShem, says the Medrash, then the, the uh, field is not going to produce as much as we want it to produce. And after a year, it's going to become weak, so to speak. It's going to need a break. It's not going to produce. Let You're going to have to every other year Shachar ka inu zanis peiros im zarobert sufin. Vazorg la hafsekop You're going to have to take a break in the middle. So only if we do ruts Hashem will we be Zoha to have one year of shmita. Ulafize eich la farish apasok ramazkan aftakha. So he suggests maybe that's the promise, the haftakha that the Torah is be mirame's tos. Vachikamar. Imki so va'el aretz If you come to the land, and and you keep the rules of Shemitah, Tiskesh, It's not talking about the first year. It's whenever Shemitah comes, you keep the laws of Shemitah, and you do Ratsan Hashem, then you're gonna have six years where it's gonna produce. You're right, it's not talking about the first six. The first six you go in, but once you have that first Shemitah, that will determine the following six years. If Ratzon, we do the Ratzon Hashem, like HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us to do, so then, like the major says, Az Tizke, Shonim Tizra V'yasavta, Uva Tishbetena. Avalam Lo Tishmar if we're not, then, then we won't have six years um, Lizria. Okay, he gives another shot on the left side, similar, but uh, we're not going to read it now, but it could be a title. Okay, let's continue move on past Shemitah. We have in the Halachas after Shemitah we have Yovel, which we don't have today and then we get into other various laws remember this is finishing up uh, Sefer Vayikra right? the last couple of parches of Sefer Vayikra is about bringing Kedusha into our lives right? Vayikra, Tzav Shmini. part of Shmini is about Kedusha, Karbanos Shmini is a Tazriah Mitzorah is about Tum of starting with Tame and Tara animals, which we call kosher or not kosher. Then you get into Yobades and Mitzorah and Zav and zav and Nida. So we have Kedusha Vitara through Mitzorah. Then Achremos is kind of the transition. Achremos is Avodas Yomakipurim, Shchute chutz. And then we start getting into the Arayos, which is Kedusha in our families. And then Kedoshim. Kedoshim, Emar, Kedusha, Bizman. Right, the uh, and a lot of it is Kedusha in our business. Right, We're starting with Pahar, where we have all the halachas of ona'ah, the halachas of, of uh, being honest in business and not ripping people off. Altonu Isha Achiv, the Pasuk says right after Shani, when we do business, don't be ona'ah. There's no tr- English translation of ona'ah, different rules of ona'ah, but ripping people off and, and overcharging them and undercharging them. Um, that's ona. We know ona. There is ona in money. There's also ona in dvarim. Rishonim byachoi. In Bametsia says God onas dvarim. Yosher mi mamon. Onas dvarim. Making fun of people is even worse than onas mama. The op- That's all ona. The opposite of ona is being a Yashar, Is being someone who's straight. Ona is someone who's crooked, someone who tricks, somebody who hides. The opposite of ona. Somebody who does ona is, is being a yashar. The Gemara in Avodah Zarah, in the Medrash, has Tupshatim. pshatim. what is sefer hayashar? The pasuk in Yehoshua refers to the sefer hayashar. What is the sefer hayashar? So the machlokes, right? The Gemara in Avodah Zarah, Rav Asher Weiss quotes it here in source number four, right? He has this comment on the pasuk of ona because this is the opposite, this is the positive of Onah. So the Machlokas, whether one Pasuk says, one opinion says that Sefer Hayashar is Sefer Bracious. Because the Avos were Yisharim. Sefer Hayashar. Right? Rabbi Yochanan says, Sefer Avri Yisafi Yaakov, shu Sefer Breshis. And Rabbi Lazar holds, no, Mishneh Torah, Sefer Dvarim, is Sefer Hayashar, because that's where we have the Pasuk, veasisa Hayashar vehatov. Two different opinions in the Gemara, Avrezara Chavhei, what is Sefer Yashar? says Rav Asher wise beautifully line five the levar machlokusam what's the nikkudas the whether it's brachus or it's dvarim of being a Yashar. the he uh, uh, adam is something that is what we would call an attribute it's a characteristic. Some people have it more naturally and some people have to work hard. Yashrus. <laughs> Yashrus has to be one of our guiding principles. Our midos. But besides being a yashar in midos, that has to translate into a yashar in maizam. Obviously, we can't leave the Asherahs in our hearts. All of it is mysim. Right, and he relates this. Others point this out also. We have two Gemaras. The end of the first parak in Sotah and Shabbos, Kuflam, Gimel. Two Gemaras about copying and being like Hashem. One of the 613. Is being like a Chadash Baruch Hu Mahu Afata. But there are two different emphases in the Gemara. One Gemara says, "So to you Dalid line." I'm sorry, first Shabbos Koflamagim line eleven. Abisha Ulomer VeAnvehu Havedomelo. Anvehu Be like him. Anivahu I and him. Mahu Chanun Verachum Afatahe Chanun Verachum. Just like he Hashem is compassionate and kind, so too we have to be compassionate and kind. Midos. But they also, we also have in Sotah, What does it mean, follow Hashem? Right? Eight different times in the Torah. The Chavaz points out on the first page of the introduction to Abbas Chesed. Eight times in the Torah, it, it, in different words, it says we have to be like Hashem. So, Is that possible? That we could follow Hashem? What does it mean to go after Hashem? Hashem is a consuming fire. It means go after his Midos. Midos here doesn't mean what we call Midos. You see from the examples. Just like he clothed the naked by Adam and Chava. So to you, clothe the naked. Just like he visits the sick, so to you visit the sick. What's the difference between the two Gemara's? Shabbos and Sota. Mahu Rachum, Aphatarachum, Mahu Malbish Arumim, Nevakar Chol and Vechulu, Midos and Maisim. Attributes and actions. That's the difference between the two Gemara's. So it's the same thing with Yashras, says the Minchas Asher. And sometimes you have one without the other, which means there's a problem. Yeshno Adam ba'lev Rachum, Vinafsho Maleah Chemwa. You can have somebody who's an amazing person, inside. They have such midos. They're such a delicate soul. But they're lazy. And they never do it. And if you speak to them, they're so sweet and kind and generous, but they never get around to fulfilling that potential. (laughs) Or maybe they're too busy. And other people all But they don't do it with a smile. They don't do it with their, with their full heart. Fine, I'll give them money. I want this gula, so I'm going to do this, but I don't really want to do it. Right? No! Right? They're each missing something. Midos and Midos and In being like Hashem. And suggest Rav Asher, th- those are the two be- deos in Avodah Zarah In terms of Yashras, turning the page, source five. Right, the avos, the avos, they weren't really commanded, so they teach us midos. Right? We learn midos for Aviyah and Yaakov. Right? They each have a midah: Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes. But what's Dvarim about? viasisa Hayashar v'hatov. but doing it. Doing it. Right? Shnei svarim e'la, Nikru sefer Hayashar, Al shnei shnei panim Shemimidus, Hayasharis. Right? The two, both. E'lu ve'elu, Dibriya, L'kim Chaim. We have to be a Yashar uh, in all ways. And that's what uh, he quotes the Rambam at the end of El Chashmina A very famous comment that the Rambam talks about how we have Kohanim and Leviim. And there are also people who choose, who could choose to be not a biological sheva levi, but a halachic sheva levi. Many people who want to dedicate their lives to Torah. Uh, again, we're not going to have a shear now about the balance of, of avoda and limud um, within a person's life, within a nation. Not for now, but there is a concept of somebody learning Torah and the, and the community supporting. Remember, the Gemara talks about Asar Batlanim. The Mishnah talks about it in the beginning of Megillah. Right, what makes a city? Ten batlan. What is batlan? Nowadays we use batlan means they waste their time. No, the, in those days it meant batlan or it was the opposite. People who don't work, who sit in shul all day and learn and represent the community by, by being the anchor. But, uh, so, so he sa- it says there, who is, who is the, sh- who could be in that category? Anyone from the world, asher nadva rucha oto, hevinu... Right, They want to separate themselves, stand them in front of God, Lasharso, Yashar, this is the lashon of Yashras. la olam. So the there talks about Torah, Avoda, and, and Yashrus. And therefore we have to recognize the importance of this Midah, this Midah of, Yashrus, this Midah of Yashrus, this Midah of being focused on the opposite of Onah, the opposite of not being honest, the opposite of not giving off a, uh, an honest impression. Right, so says uh, Rav HaShawais, Ukeshem shekol bardas yavin, line um, 18 just like Torah and Avoda, everyone understands those are the basics. You can't be an Shem without those. Without Torah, without Avoda. If somebody is not Yashar, there it's not just a, a side problem in their religious personality. Oh, it needs fixing because society is being um, negatively impacted. And that's what he says. He says he quotes another Rambam that the, the Rambam talks about Yaakov Hatzadik in the context where in the where he talks about the honesty that Ab, the Avodinu had with Esav. He calls him Yaakov Hatzadik there, and that's what we have to make sure that we are in this uh, this category of Yashrus. We not only work on our Torah, on our Tefillah. We work on our Yashurus as well. Okay. So let's continue. Chavay <laughs> Yudgim says the Torah right after Onah. Vasizim es <laughs> chukosayviz mishpatai. tishmaru vasizim osam. Let's read the flow of these psukim. Pasig yudhes. Do my mitzvos. V'ishavtem tem alares lavetach. And you'll live on the land in security. Vinasna hares <laughs> peryavachaltem lasova. Vishav lavetach And the land will give off its fruit. You'll eat, be satiated, and again, you'll be, have security. The chisomru. And if one day you ever say, manocha right, what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat in the seventh year? We're, we're not going to plant. Remember, it was an agricultural society. You don't plant, you're not going to have anything. Hashem says, don't worry about it. I'm going to give you so much in the sixth year, for you're gonna have enough for three years, and then another Mashana. A is right? If there's Yov Shvita, then Yovil on the next year. So the Pashat Pshata of the Pesukim is Pashat Pshata of the Pesukim. Hashem makes a promise; you're gonna be fine. And then it says, and if you don't trust, right? What what Pesuk say says again? Pesuk Yutess, Pesuk and Yutess says, you keep the Mitzvahs, you live in security, the land will give off its fruit, you'll be fine. Pesuk Chav. And if you have worries. What does it say again? Don't worry about it. That's the pushup shot. Says of Elia Lapian in the Lev Eliyahu, based on the Sfarno, based on the Sfarno, maybe there's a very deep idea being expressed in these Psukim that we don't notice, that we don't notice. He quotes the Sfarno, but we're just going to read his words explaining the Sfarno on the next page. Line six. Because the Sfarno, as often Sfarnos are, are cryptic, but there's so much in his words. Go look at this far and after. Why does the Torah have to say this? And does the Torah ever say this anywhere else? Right? Hashem makes a promise. And that's it. And if you don't trust me, and if you're nervous, don't worry about it. So he says, why does the Torah even have to say this? Why can't the Torah just say, I'm going to give you Enough, you want to just see even just the answer? I'm going to give you enough for three years. So just say that. What do you have to say first? And if you say, what am I going to eat? This is what you're going to say. Lochim p'sukim says this far, no, 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 no. There's no repeat in these p'sukim. There's no repeat. What does the Pasuk say? Pasuk, you have to look in the p'sukim to appreciate this. Pasuk yurches. If you do the mitzvahs, then be aros lavetach, and the land will give off the fruit, va lasova and you'll be satiated what does that mean that's the ultimate level right the ultimate level if you're boteach pashem and you don't ask pasak yurhasen ittesis is on the level that we don't ask anything if you do the mitzvahs, i'm going to give you enough you're going to get from a, you're not going to get 3 years worth you're going to get 1 year worth but lasova the nase and the bracha is going to be it's going to be enough you won't have to work anymore because that will be enough for you a little bit will be a bracha in your intestines next pasik. but if you say what am I going to eat and you're not on the level of bitachon the highest level of bitachon what does Hashem say then I'm going to give you three years worth meaning what? quantity not quality you'll have enough to eat but it depends on your level of kiama, mitzvos, and bitachon, how I'm going to give it to you. Right? If you're on the level of you do the mitzvos, you're good, bitachon. then you're going to have an amazing nais. You're going to have one year's worth, like normal. It's going to grow one year, but the quality of that is going to last. It's going to be amazing. right, and not just us. But if you question and you're not on that level of bitachon, then Hashem will work it out, but it's not going to be on that level. El to generalize the message. This is not a shemitah art. This is a life art. The more we throw ourselves and as much bitochan as we have. Again, okay, that doesn't mean that in in, in life. One of my Tamidim asked me this week, if somebody buys a lottery ticket, is it, is it a lack of bitachon to buy three lottery tickets? Because after all, if Hashem wants me to win, I'll win on one lottery ticket. So why am I buying three? So I said to him, you know, Rav Moshe Feinstein has a chuva, whether you're allowed to have life insurance, is that a chasar? And Moshe says, Hashem gave you the life insurance. He's the one. He's, that's the helicopter. Right? That's the... So again, is it a chasar bitachon? What if somebody stays home and says, okay, I'm not going to go to work. I hope man falls from the heavens. So, so, so the Leibel Leo was not saying to totally have that attitude, but even within our avoda, there are levels of bitachon, and we have to recognize we do our Ishtabos, but it all comes from Akadosh Baruch Hu. And the more bitachon, and the more we believe in the the more Akadosh Baruch Hu showers us with. Because the Taliban, we have to recognize that everything is from Hashem's Baruch. Hu. Right, and he says, according based on the Ramban, even Teva is nice, and we thank Hashem every day. Right, we say in Modim, we might not think about it. It says, Piano, the last line. Al nisecha she yom imanu, secha secha she es. What's the difference between those two phrases? This is called Iyunt Filah. Says the Lev Eliyahu, Pirushal nisecha yom Those are the nisim gluyim. Shebachol dar that the Jewish people are still here. Shebachol yom, and then v'nisecha v'niflosecha shebachol es. That's that's breathing, and that's seeing, and that's living. And therefore, he says we have to make sure that we recognize the hand of Akarish Baruch Hu in our lives. And these psukim, according to the Sforna, are alluding to the idea: the more that we connect to Hashem, the more He connects to us. And the more he gives us, and it's, um, it's, so to speak, Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem's our shadow, right? The more we try to get close to him, the more he's going to be close to us and give us in an unusual way. The special Ashgacha that, uh, that the greats have, right? It's documented. I, I, I heard from an aide who was there, and it's in the biography, when Ramosha Feinstein used to learn in the country. In the summers, he used to go up and learn outside, there were no flies. There were no flies. The mosquitoes, they didn't go near him. Right? Somebody told me that one of their ch- young children, one of the young children knew when, I think it was a, it was a great uncle, whatever it was, they went to visit Moshe, they used to love to play at his feet outside because no bugs bothered them then. They always knew. They always knew. Because when you're connected to the Hashkach in such a deep way, so God Baruch Hu gives it back. Okay, let's continue. One more thought and then we'll try to have a thought in Yonim of uh, of Lag Boomer, coming up next week, says the. I think we've said this before, but uh, I'll say it again. It's a story and a thought. Maybe I'll just say the story. Um, we'll see what we have uh, what we have time for. It's a story about Kiva Eger. The pasuk says, The pasuk says in pasuk Lamidvav, uh one of the times that the Torah speaks about taking interest, taking ribis, the Torah tells us, do not take interest and. You shall live. V'chei achicha imach. Right? I'll t- so the shot is that don't take interest. So if you take interest, you're going to kill the guy by taking all his money. Right? That's the Shot of the Pasuk. V'chei imach. Let him live with you. Chazal have another understanding of this, which we'll mention in a second. But there was um, a, uh, a story that's called for, I think again, I think we've quoted this in the past from others' farm, that in, the, in Posen, where Kivegar was the Rav, I think it was northeast uh, Poland, Uh, one of the Ashirim, one of the rich people of the town, died, and he was a miser, and he always lent money with a lot of interest, and the Hever Kadisha asked an exorbitant amount of money from his Yarshim to bury him. He wanted an exorbitant amount of money. This guy, he didn't give a penny, so they didn't know what to do, and the family was all upset, and they went to the mayor, and the mayor turns to Rav Beger. he's the Rav of the town, and says, No! What do you say? How could this exorbitant price be asked? Right, I'm sure they were trying to get the Jews in trouble. Says Rebbe Kiva Eger. Says Rebbe Kiva Eger, it's simple. It's simple. Why it's costing so much more money for this person. We believe in Triesa Mesa, which means the kever is just temporary. Okay, however long it is. But this is a temporary dwelling. So you have to pay us, a certain amount, but you know, eventually you're going to move out. But Chazal tell us that those who are malva beribis will not be zochet the Right, they won't be zochel Right, the uh, the remez of a chei Right, if you don't lend with interest, then you'll live. So this malva beribis, he's going to be in there a longer time. It's going to be more. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to pay more. It's going to be a permanent dwelling. That's what Rav Kivager told the. Told the mayor. Told the mayor of the town, and that was the, uh, that was the story related to the, to the bus. So there is an to Mehuda that relates to this also um, um, in uh, source number 11, um, but I want to skip that because I want to make sure to get through the uh, thought on Omer from Aleka Falipov. So let's read this together. Again, some of it is uh, a little deeper that we might not fully appreciate or understand, but there's definitely an idea here that is in Nigla as well. Yeah, there's a lot of nistar in Lagba After all, that's from Ba But the Torah quotes a fascinating, very unusual idea. The Torah quotes, as we know, we had this on Pesach uh, atbash. Right, that's in the Krias Samoa the The quotes part of it too. That the days of Pesach are connected, days of the week to other things in the other year. So atz alaf tet, the first night of Pesach is the same night of the week as the following Tishbev. Bays, the second night of Pesach is always the same night of the week as Shin. Shvuas Gimel, the third night of Pesach is always the same night of the week as, keep going backwards, Resh, Rosh rush the next Rosh Hashanah. And it keeps going. All of them, right, all of them uh, have a parallel. And once you get to Vav, the sixth night of the week is the same as Pei, the previous Purim. The previous Purim. Right, the sixth day of Pesach, Pesach, the first day of Pesach this year was on a Shabbos, right? So the uh, Purim, right, was uh, the previous Purim, um, says the, um, the Shechonarech, it goes by Sheyom Vav Shal Pesach Ha'al Purim Sha'avar. Same day as the Purim the previous year. So, why is that the only one that goes backwards? Right? The only one that goes backwards is the sixth day of Pesach, Purim the previous year. Vieshla Ayyen, Hawa Kolas Es Revarim Shor. Kolas Himonim Shinasanatur Shameim Mekbozman Moadim Allah Sid. Laz Yirlo Diasimichel Zman Shakvar so he says you have to keep reading the tour. The tour also says again, talking about the whole calendar, he quotes Lag BaOmer is always the same day of the week as Vav Pesach, the sixth day of Pesach, and Purim that previous year. Right, Purim was on a Thursday, and next Thursday is Lag BaOmer. Right, and the remez is plag Chai. What's plag? Pay. This is the tour. Pes Purim Lag Chai on the eighteenth day of Iyar, right? Which they're both going to be the same day. But Yom Shachar Purim Chal Lag on the on the Yudchah Iyar. So if that's all true, there's, there seems to be a connection between Purim and lagva Omer and the sixth day of Pesach. They're all falling out on the same day of the week. So again, it's not about the past Purim; it's about Lagba Omer, which is the the future. So what exactly is the Right um, is the message. Right, the, pe- this past year, Shabbos was the first day of Pesach. Thursday was the sixth day of Pesach. Thursday was is going to be Lagba Omer, and Thursday was Purim. So, what's the message? So he quotes first. I'll I'll just say this, uh, but again, I'm not going to explain it because it's uh, the Svarm Hakadoshim, and it's not for uh, for us. Um, but they say that um, it's, it's a remez. Again, you'll read in the ne- next paragraph that Lagba Omer has the power of changing. Midas Hadin to Midas harachame. Right? Why is that? If you look at the letters, the name Elohim, which is Midas Hadin, this is quoted here from the Svarim HaKadoshim. Rav Asha Weiss mentioned this in a, in a Parsha here last week too. Elohim, the letters before Elohim, Aleph, is no letter before, and that's the first letter. Okay, so that stays in Aleph. The letter before Lamid is a Chaf. The letter before Hey is a Dalid. So if you do all of that, you get achtatam Aleph Chaf, Dalad Taf, Mem. And the middle letters are Chavdalatess, which is Gemachia Lagba Omer. So if you go before Midas Hadin, which is Midas you have Lagba Omer. we're not going to get into that, but Lagba Omer has this power. What's the power of Lagba Omer? So Sazer of Avram Shur here. Something else happened. What's the first thing that happened to Lagba Omer? There's a lot that might have happened on Lagba Omer that we assume maybe happened. We assume maybe, uh, uh, many assume that the Rashbi's yard side is Lagba Omer. Maybe he was Megala the Zohar on Lagba Omer. You know, there's a lot that maybe happened, but we don't know for sure. Maybe he was born on Lagba Omer. But says the Chassam Sofer, the first thing that happened on Lagba Omer, the month started falling. If you do the math, the month started falling on Lagba Omer because the Kharara the dough that they took out of Mitzrayim lasted for 30 days, right? From Tesvav Nisan to Tesvav Iyar. How long could you go without eating? Ramam says three days, right? From the 15th, 16th, 17th. They cry, we have no food! The 18th of Iyar is when the month started falling. What's the month a symbol of? Not only in that generation, but in later generations. Right? We know, we have a Mesorah, there's a bottle of mon next to the Aaron, with the Aaron's Mata. Right, right there and we're going sh- we're gonna, to we're gonna see it because we know it's Mashiach. But what does that symbolize? That symbolizes, we know Chazal tell us, it symbolizes the Bitochan that we have to have with our Baruch Hu, That he's in charge. Right? Your Mio says, Reu dvar Hashem, not Shimu but Reu. Because Chazal Darshin, he showed them that to send us a you're worried that Kaddish going to take care of you? He took care of two million people in the desert. Inyan Hamanu Midas And The month started falling. Hashem said, "I'm in charge. Don't worry about it. I'm the Balabayas. I'm the Balabayas. I take care of you. You have nothing to worry about." Remember, we mentioned two weeks ago the Sfas on ishimoba um, Moav Tiro, right? Have Mora. That's right. In the same pasuk, uh, Hashem and 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 your, and your parents. So one of the halachas of mo'ra parents, or you can't sit in your parents' seat. I'm not allowed to sit in my parents' seat. Kodesh Baruch Hu is our father. So al HaTiroh, there's mo'ra Kodesh Baruch Hu also. Don't sit in Hashem's seat. Don't be the balabas of the world. Don't sit in Hashem's seat. He's the one that's driving. Don't be a backseat driver to God. Right? He's the balabas, and that's what the man teaches us. That's what we learn from Purim, Vav Pesach, and Lagba Omer as well. Why? Because we know Sixth day of Pesach, What's that? that's Erev Kriyas Yamsuf. That was the day that we had to stand strong. And we had to say, we had to fulfill, So so go! Whether it was a whole shavit that went in, or whether it was Nachshon Ben Nadav, we had to demonstrate the Middav Arbitachon. When we says, From that sixth day of Pesach. The sixth day of Pesach. And that, of course, is Purim. And that, of course, is Lagba Omer, which is again going from the mun, maybe going from if that was the day he came out of the cave, but it's the connection we have to Al Baruch Hu. And Loba Mikra, often Lagba Omer is right around Parsha's Bahar, which is about Shmita, which if you think of any mitzvah that symbolizes the Bitakana what we have to have, have, have in al you know, that is um, that is it as well. So again. These three connect. One could think of more parallels between Vav, the sixth day of Pesach and Purim and Lagba Omer, but that's in the tour. That's in the tour, right? That those are all on the same day and therefore, just like we have connections between the first night of Pesach and Tishabov, which many, that's why we have an egg on the, we eat eggs on the, uh, at the Seder, uh, according to the Ramah. So Vav, Pesach and Purim and Lagba Omer also have a connection we should all uh, be zaris and, and be strong, be schazik ourselves, in terms of the Midas HaBitachon that all these days symbolize, Bedashem Hashem, as we continue um, in this uh, regard. Parshat Bahar also, by the way, the uh, the Haftorah of Bahar, right, is Yermiyahu, when they're going to Chutzleretz, where right, they're being sent into Gala's, Yermiyahu says, make sure you have your deeds of your houses because we're going to come back. Right, the ultimate symbol of Bitochan as well uh, that we have in the Haftorah. Okay, we will stop here.